0: It's really all about showing that you're human, that we know that you are human, but showing what makes you that special human that you are. So showing what captivates other hobbies that you might have. Perhaps you might like to hike and explore nature or travel. So photographing the other sides of you are also part of building a personal brand. Because it shows your values and how you spend the time that you're now working. It's the Inspiration Place podcast
1: with artist Miriam Shulman. Welcome to the Inspiration Place podcast, an art world inside a podcast for artists by an artist, where each week we go behind the scenes to uncover the perspiration and inspiration behind the art. And now, your host, Miriam Shulman.
2: Well, hey there, this is Miriam Shulman, your curator of inspiration, and you're listening to episode number 257 of the Inspiration Plays podcast. I am so grateful that you're here. Today, we're talking about all the ways you can use photography to help position your art or your products online, and it's more than just taking pictures of your products as an artist, having a strong online presence is essential. And one of the most important elements of that is the photos you choose to showcase you and your work. So in this episode, we're going to explore the topic of photography and how to create a visual identity that truly represents you and your work. So before we get there, I just want to Tell you a quick story. So, my guest today was actually the photographer that I hired for my book launch party for Artpreneur. And it brought me back to when I had to hire photographers for my kids' bar and bat mitzvah parties because it's so fun to capture all those details. And I remember how my daughter's number one priority for her party was a good photographer. That was the most important thing that she would have that keepsake. And We did invest in really good photography and I'm so glad that we did. Now for my son, he didn't care about the photographer at all. He just wanted a fun party. So I did go a little cheap on his, but believe me, investing in photography makes a huge difference. I also want to make sure that you stay until the end because we have a free guide just for you. It's a workbook for you to start brainstorming your brand further and develop a plan for your next photo shoot. To help me out today, I've invited a New York-based photographer and personal brand expert who teaches entrepreneurs how to build authenticity, authority, and credibility online using strategic photos as a positioning tool. Please welcome to the Inspiration Place, Carolina Luna. Well, hey there. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, Miriam. I'm so happy to be here.
2: Thank you for having me. Well, Caroline, how long since your book launch? Yeah, it's been like a long time and a short time. is that yeah, possible? Like it's been two months, but I don't know. It's like it could—it's <laughs> yesterday or it was years ago. This is like in the new, the post-pandemic world or the pandemic world. Like I never know what day it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. All
0: it right. Was so see their document
2: you. Yes. All right. So let's get started because I know I have a lot of questions. I want to make sure we get to all of them. So first off, what are the most common mistakes that, I'm going to say artists, let's say artpreneurs to mean either artists or entrepreneurs. What are some of the most common mistakes artpreneurs make when it comes to choosing photos for their online presence? Mm.
0: So the biggest mistake that artists and people are doing general as far as posting their photographs is not really putting too much thought into it because everything that we put out there on the internet stays there forever you know pretty much it's very hard to remove your image online once you post it so i think the biggest mistake is just just Throwing spaghetti against the wall in hopes that sticks, you know, to create uh, their brand and promote their business and promote their art. It's really not being so intentional with the photos that they post.
2: That's a great answer. Okay. So when you're being intentional, what kinds of photos do you recommend that artpreneurs have for their website or their social media profiles?
0: I think everything that shows uh, how you live your best life uh, it helps people to bond with you. So if you have a pet, maybe those art collectors that are, you know, think, considering you as an artist or commission your art will connect even further with you because they also are pet lovers or cat people or dog people, whatever there is, or plant collectors also, you know? So it's really all about showing that you're human, that we know that you are human, but showing what makes you that special human that you are. So showing what captivates other hobbies that you might have. Perhaps you might like to hike and explore nature or travel. So photographing the other sides of you are also part of building a personal brand because it shows your values and how you spend the time that you're now working.
2: That brings us to a really good point, Carolina, because I imagine that the location would play a big role. So how do you choose the location when you're working with a client for doing brand photography? Now, obviously, if it's something like maybe with a book launch party, it's going to be where the book launch party is. If it's a wedding or bar mitzvah, that's going to be where the event is. But when you're doing brand photography, how do you choose those locations to really showcase the entrepreneur behind the brand? Mm -hmm. So this is a very personal
0: matter because it's important to know who the person is and figure out how they live their life. What's in their day? What's their routine? Do they get up early, go to the gym, go watch the sunrise, go for a hike, or just cut over their pack, or they have a school routine with their kids. They have a hobby like journaling, pulling out Oracle cards, whatever that is, reading a book, reading the entrepreneur book in the morning before they get inspired. So it is really important to understand how you live your life, and then the purpose of a personal branding photography is not to make you look who you are not it's to keep as authentic as you are. so it is really showing little uh, slices of your life to so allow your audience and your art buyers or and your the people that are looking and interested in you as a brand as an artist to see how you live your life and inspire people and again show your lifestyle so people people have opportunity to bond with you besides your art but just liking who you are enhances your know like and trust factor in general
2: well hello this is Chaz. do you remember me i'm the internet troll from last week if you recall, Miriam is getting her sick karmic revenge by having me read her Amazon reviews. Well, I just refuse to do it, I tell you.
1: Quite alright. Miriam likes my voice better anyway. She thinks you're a, bore. Is that so? Well, why am I still here?
2: She could have edited me out, you know.
1: Poof. Be gone with you. Now that we've gotten Chaz out of the way, let us return to the interview with
2: Caroline. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this that think that's great, but I am so uncomfortable in front of the camera. What tips do you have (laughs) for people who are, am I right? Are there a lot of people who get uncomfortable?
0: Yes, of course, because unlike models, right, that do that actually for a living, we're not models. We're just regular people doing our thing, uh, creating our art and living our lives. So. If you're not comfortable in front of the camera and you are building your personal brand, it's time maybe that you explore being more comfortable and practice a little bit. Now, me, for example, and I I am an introvert, so it's not my favorite thing to speak on camera, but I'm a little more comfortable being photographed because then I don't have to have that awkwardness but when you work with a photographer you really wanted to connect with your photographer because you wanted to be able to relax with that person a great photographer will give you direction will get your best interest in mind by posing you in the correct way giving you guidance and really speaking to you in a way that will make you relax into the best expressions and poses and feel comfortable so we can capture your energy so it's really uh, about having chemistry with your photographer and then if you're doing photos by yourself you know just look in the mirror I can give you some tips yeah I would
2: love to hear some what are some tips that what are some tips that will give us some really good poses I want to look good okay I want to look good so
0: first off I would say. If you are photographing yourself for a full body photograph, a lot of people use their cell phones and they're raising their cell phones, right? Because when you have the camera angle a little above your eye level, we're distorting the image a little bit. So that helps you to look a little slimmer. However, when you're doing a full body photograph, the best angle should be towards your belly button. So the lens meeting your belly button to stay proportional. So unless you look into to store a little bit and try to look a little slimmer, raise the camera angle a little bit. So that's why you see a lot of people who do phones high, because they feel that reflects their best angle. You know, they want to everybody wants to look their best. But also when you're posing with people or in groups or by yourself, you want to turn your body slightly 45 degrees towards the camera, because that way you're not square on and naturally you're gonna look, it's more flattering. For your composition, of course, you guys know how to use the rules of third. When you use personal branding photography, you wanted to make sure that you're also getting more horizontal photos for your website sections. And that's really important because a lot of the photographers are typically photographing portrait and what happens is when you go put on the website sections you really need the full width photographs to fill in the you know to get the best visual experience for the viewers and also to be able to use the negative space in your frame to use the copy the call to actions and things like that
2: okay so but i want to just I just want to stop you right there because there was two things you said that are huge. And I've known about the holding the camera up trick for a long time, especially as we age. It's not just about making it slimmer, but it like hides all that stuff that happens to women as we age with our necks. So when you do yeah. the above The buzz view. So even if you're in like a restaurant and you ask the waiter to take a picture of you and your friends, make sure they're holding the camera a little bit higher than your eye level so you get that flattering point of view. And then the other thing that you you just said, which is huge, was making sure you get lots of horizontal shots. And this is true, even when you're not doing brand photography, if you want to share, let's just say it's a wedding pictures or special occasion pictures, you do want to have a lot of horizontal shots because they crop better as squares, whereas verticals don't sometimes you crop them and they, they don't quite look as good. So the other way to tell is another way to give a direction for the photographer to crop, to shoot wide. Is that how you say it? Like, so that you yes, have the choice. But-
0: yes. I would say when you have a photographer working with you, you want it to really get the variety of cropping. So you do want to have your headshots and your headshots should be consistent in all your social media channels, the same photograph, Because when people are researching you as an artist, they are actually platform hopping and they want to understand who you are, who you show up in the world. And you don't want to have different photos in your profile because you want it to be easily identifiable. So when people are hopping, they burn less calories trying to figure out if you are the same person, if they go on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, LinkedIn, whatever platform you use, Facebook. But um, you need three quarter photographs, full body photographs, and you're going to need those horizontal photographs, either full body or three quarter cropping. But again, with the negative space, using the, the rules of third, so you have better placement of the subject and you have a balanced frame. And you need call to action photographs as well, the ones that you're looking away Sometimes pointing or just guiding the viewer to read something or look, looking away will create intrigue and just invite people for that call to action, right? To, to read something, looking at something. The other thing that you will need is a variety of expressions. So, have you ever been on a website that you scroll from top to bottom on the whole website and the person has the same exact smile everywhere? So it's important for you to have a variety, to show that you are expressive as well. And when you speak about something that's a little deeper and profound or serious or speaking about something sad, you have something that can match your post. So your photography should match your captions. When you write something, when you write a blog post, when you're writing on Instagram, social media, try to help. the photography should help you to tell the story. And the best way of doing that is really matching the the seriousness of your expression or having positive expressions, happy, or even intriguing, funny faces. Sometimes they stop people in their tracks to look and read further. So don't be afraid to show different range of expressions when you get photographed.
2: And to add to that, on uh, if anyone checks out my YouTube channel, so The Inspiration Place is on YouTube. We do put a lot of those other videos. You A lot of the episodes you listen to here, you can watch them on YouTube. And if you go to my YouTube channel, which is The Inspiration Place, just search over there, you will see me making a lot of goofy faces because the best Thumbnails for YouTube are these extremely goofy poses. They're not the glamour shots. So, the glamour shots, I don't even know if that works as well on Instagram either, anyway. So, it's like these goofy things. Carolina, you've shared so much knowledge here today, but is there anything else that our listeners need to know that it's different about a regular photography session and a branding photography session?
0: Yeah. So, What is different is really the strategy that goes behind the planning of your photo shoot. So, for example, your branding photographer should have a questionnaire, assess your social media, your online presence, ask you tons of questions, and really understand who you are so we can better curate your storylines, your photography, your locations, and even help you with your wardrobe. So it's not just a regular photo shoot. I recommend, highly recommend, that your photographer, branding photographer, has a pretty good grip in marketing and understands branding. Because that way, it can help you also understand how you want to position yourself and elevate your vision in your positioning with your photo shoot. So it should not just be pretty photographs. I have had so many pictures of so many people giving this feedback from other photographers they worked with, that they had really expensive and fancy photo shoots to end up with nothing they could actually use that will match their brand or represent them accurately. So this is really something that you should be careful about because there are so many photographers out there and pretty much anyone can give you a pretty photograph. But when you're using your photo to market yourself as an artist or an entrepreneur, you really have to be more intentional. And you should definitely take this opportunity to dig in deeper and get very clear how you want it to show up. Because branding, your brand is about what people remember about you. So think about this. How do you want it to be remembered as an artist and curate the photography to help you? to appear that way, to create those impressions.
1: I love that. I do apologize for interrupting this interview again. However, I have to do my job and read another Amazon review. Unless you rather do it, Chaz? I'll pass. All right, then. Here we go. Bell Mills, a talented book artist from Washington, D.C., writes, Why did it take so long for someone to write this book? Miriam Shulman has cracked the code on how to make good money as an artist and now she's breaking it down for the rest of us. I have no fewer than four other books on my shelves, none of which I finished, on how to be creative entrepreneur or write a right-brained business plan. Artpreneur is the first book to give me that aha experience I've been looking for all along. Not only do I understand exactly how she triumphed as a working artist, but I feel 100 sure that by following the steps she maps out, I could do it too. I'm just grateful she took the time out from her kick-ass career as an artist coach to explain it all in written form. It saves me the work of taking notes whenever I listen to her podcast, The Inspiration Place. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miriam. That was lovely. By the way, you can find Belle at ScrapPaperCircus.com. Did she pay for this shout-out? You, again, no one asked you. But for your information, she did not pay for this shout-out. She is one of members of the Artist Incubator, which is why Miriam wanted me to share her website. She has bookmaking classes on her site, and you can find a link to it in the show notes, which is schoolmanart.com forward slash 257. You pronounced that wrong. It's Shulman. Oh, sorry, Shulman. Yes, Shulman. And you also forgot to tell people where they can get Miriam's book. Thank you, Chaz. You can order Artpreneur from artpreneurbook.com.
2: Now back to the show. Okay, so if they want to get your branding workbook, I know you have a free gift for our listeners.
0: CarolinaLunaFotography.com. I also have some other giveaways there such as what to wear for your photo shoot and how to brainstorm your your next photo shoot
2: we'll make sure we include all those links in the show notes and again this is episode number 257 so you can find the links to everything over at com forward slash 257 Alrighty, do you have any last words For my listeners, before we call this podcast complete.
0: So entrepreneurs, you are already a brand. So my invitation is for you just to curate your personal brand a little more consciously for brand positioning success.
2: All right. Thank you so much for being with me here today. Thank you for having me. All right. And thank you, my listener. I will see you the same time, same place next week. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Until then, stay inspired. Thank you for listening to the Inspiration Place podcast. Connect
1: with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on Instagram at Shulman Art, and of course, on shulmanart.com.